Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Well, All right, let's get started then. <laughs> <laughs> I was just clear my throat and I was about to start. Oh, oh sorry. Let, Let him clear his throat. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Um, where are we? Oh, yeah, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. Hi, I'm Steven. Here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Chris, and we got Nick on the show. What's up? How's it going? The gang's all here. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey Nick. How's it going? Uh, when was the last time we all were on the show? Uh, the Helifest? Yeah. yeah. Together, yeah. Wow. After the Helifest. What episode was that? That was a while ago, right? A month, month and a half? Or something? Mm. I don't remember. I have no idea. 29, and we're on, what, 36. No, 37. This is episode 37. Ah, that's right, because today is Friday, and I still have to put out a thread on the forums. For 36. (laughs) For 36. Yeah. Yeah. So I only see 35, because that's where I looked. So Mm -hmm. I got to hop on the website, because that says 32. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I'm freaking so confused. Oh, boy. We've been giving you all this praise at at the end of each episode, saying that you work hard to keep it updated. And all this thing? No. <laughs> Listen, when we get into what we've been up to, I've been a busy man. Sure, sure, definitely. Yeah, you got a long so, list. So have I. So have I. Cool. Not Shorter me. list, but... I, I, I've been slacking. No, I mean, so you guys can take the time. <laughs> yeah. No worries at all. So this is episode number 37, Northeast Model Helicopter Jamboree. Cool. So how's everyone's week been? Good. Good? All over well, the place. I feel like Chris got the longest list, so we'll leave him for last. <laughs> Stay the best for last. Last, yeah. There you go. Uh, let's start with uh, Kevin, because he wrote nothing on here. Nice. Well, that's because I really have done nothing <laughs> other than uh, clean out my garage a little bit and work on my, I worked on my Jeep a little bit. Not even RC-related. I did find the parts for my 570 that I ordered, so... Nice. I'll have to work on that maybe tomorrow. We're recording a little early because I'm going on vacation, and uh, so we're recording on Friday. It'll be put out next Friday. Mm. So I didn't even get the weekend to talk about. So that's what I've done. Nothing, really. Cool. I'm boring. <laughs> and how about you, Nick? Are you boring, too? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in a way, I pretty much have just been looking at stuff sitting on the shelf because I've been studying up and getting ready for finals. Ooh, nice. finals, nice. Finals week. So you graduating junior high now? <sighs> God, I just need to <laughs> smack this guy. <laughs> smack me through the internet. <laughs> no, I've got uh, three classes finishing up for college and then uh, moving on to my second to last before I get my associate's degree. Sweet. Nice. This is electrical engineering, right? Yes, sir. Sweet. Excellent. Cool. You gonna say something, Kevin? I said excellent. Good for you, man. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. All right. Since we're leaving Chris for last, I will go next. Uh, so this was actually part of last week, and um, I don't think I mentioned it on the show, but I, I updated my Oxy three to four S. I at the field, I changed the pinion out. My main gear was all shredded from a, a crash, but I didn't have a main gear, and no, and you know, 
none of my friends had any main gears available. So I just smushed the pinion right <laughs> up to the main gear, <laughs> set my V-bar gov to uh, handle the, the new head speed with the new gearing, and then I went and flew it. And that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and to my, you know, I thought I was going to be like one flight crash, you know, whatever. But to my surprise, I went through about five flights on that with the noisy gear. Didn't skip a heartbeat. I mean, seriously, these oxys are awesome. They really are. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, it's Friday. Uh, gonna go see some houses tomorrow, but can't wait to go flying on Sunday, which will probably get rained out half the day, which is gonna suck. But, what? Uh, is it yeah. supposed to rain? It's supposed to rain in the afternoon, he said. Thunderstorms in the afternoon. Oh, so geez. I'm gonna try to get out there as early as possible. And, you know, which probably means 11 o'clock. And. You know, try to get at least some flights in and fly. I want to fly. There's some other stuff here that I didn't write, but I will say it. <laughs> Don't forget to check out this month's issue of RC Heli Pilot Magazine. Chris did an awesome write-up about the four of us, about the podcast and our HeliFest. Nice. We've, you know, for our folks that follow us on Instagram, they got a little sneak preview or a little more than a sneak preview, and <laughs> I'm really excited to see it. So excited, I signed up for a year of this magazine just because I wanted to get an issue of this. So um, hopefully I got in in time for, for that to come out, uh, well, for my subscription to go live to get it. So we'll see. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Chris. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know where to begin. Um, like Steve mentioned, it's been at least over a month since I've been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to start with my favorite one of all. You guys have seen it on Instagram. You've seen it on our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. The, Pi- the Piper Cub. Yes. The yes. Piper Cub has flown, boys. Mm-hmm. God, it's probably been three weeks now. I was trying to hand start it, trying to hand start it. The thing would not pop. So I went out, bought some starting fluid, uh, bought a new spark plug, bought a new Sullivan uh, Dynatron starter. To my amazement, after about two minutes of trying, the thing fired up. Um, nice. Ran about a whole tank through it, which is about 20 to 25 minutes at idle and, you know, quarter throttle. Got up the curds the next morning, went out to the field with my father and my buddy John, who's my cameraman, put two amazing flights on it. And then that night I took it back out with my family, flew it again. I'll tell you what, I'm treating it like a pane of glass because of how old it is, but mm-hmm. it, it looks nice. like it looks like it's flown a hundred times before. I, I went up to quarter throttle. Lifted that tail up, went about half, and it just, about 20-foot rollout, that thing just took off and just floated. It is the coolest sound, the coolest look, and like I said in the past, I've been waiting 30 years for this, and it's it was everything I, I asked for and more. And what's cool is next week is our open house, our two-day air show, um, leading up to our heli show. My dad's going to get my nana and papa, bring them up for the night. Papa does not know the Cubs done. He does not know the Cubs going to be there. Little to his surprise, noontime demo. I'm walking him out center stage, and I'm going to put on a demo for him, my family, and all the guys at the field. Awesome. Nice. Did you uh, figure out how you're going to like hide it? Because it's such a big plane. I mean, so once he doesn't he's, one, see it? No, once he's there, because I'm, I'm getting there like 7 in the morning to help the club set up. So they're mm-hmm. coming around 11.30 noon. Okay. So once he gets there, that's when the cat's out of the bag. I'm going to bring him out there, show him, and then his excitement's going to be raging, and I should fly like 10 minutes later. Awesome. Um, oh my God, what else? So I've been getting ready for the Heli Jam. As you guys know, logistics to our Heli Fest, I've just been talking to sponsors, talking to pilots, mm-hmm. 
getting a menu going, talk to club members, and it's been insane. So we'll talk about that more on a topic, but I've been just doing so much on the back end to make it another successful year. As you guys saw, sold the logo 550SX, but mm-hmm. that is because I'm keeping my four heli hanger limit this year, and that was replaced with a um, Mikado Uvilar. It's kind of their speed fuselage. I got it more just to fly scale sport flying with it, um, but the thing's awesome. The guy had it custom painted from Heli Berlin. It's nice. uh, like a Kawasaki green, mm-hmm. um, yep. and in- inside it is a custom Logo 600SC carbon edition. Um, so got that flying, put three flights on that last week. I still got to do some tuning with it, get that flying, because with the weight, I'm having some wag issues just because lower head speed, heavier weight. I've right. got to either go higher pinion or, or work on something with that. Um, yeah, speed up the tail. <clears throat> Same day I got out with the Cub and made a net, my buddy Scott came out. He brought out his uh, his quarter scale 50cc biplane. I uh, made a net for him. Um, what else did I fly for him? He brought out the jet, the biplane, and something else. There's something else I flew of his. I forgot what it was. Oh, no, that's all he brought out. I flew my buddy's uh, champ also, the quarter scale champ. Oh, right. Um, okay. Flew Scott's jet. I loved it. It was awesome. It was my first plane I ever flew the retracts and mm-hmm. flaps. The maiden flight was awesome. I posted a video, and that kind of made me want to dig into my pocketbook a little. So as you guys were hinting to last show, and you've yes. seen on our, our uh, Facebook page, I picked up a uh, Freewing 80mm yeah, uh, Super Scorpion. Nice. I was te- teasing some guys earlier with some maiden picks, and then I got the video uploaded right before the podcast, and I just sent you guys a link. The thing screams, man. Tw- that 12-bladed fan, it mm-hmm. sounds like a turbine at full throttle. And, yeah, and I was going to say that video did uh-huh. not make it sound electric. Electric, Right, right. And that's a that's a big plane, right? You're using a 6S pack in there, right? Yeah, 6S 4100. It'll take a 37 up to a 5000. And uh, I was about to put a 5000 in it, and then I had landing gear issue. Mm-hmm. A great plane, great construction. Their China landing gear suck. And one of the grub screws that holds the retract shaft into the retract itself must have came out. Because okay. as I was going to take off for the third flight, that fishtail on the runway, I'm like, what the hell? I walk out there, pick the plane up, and the landing gear is sitting on the ground. So yeah. apparently, they, apparently don't, they don't use Loctite at the free wing uh, factory. <laughs> so I've got to find out if that screws inside the wing, inside the retract, or what. I might just drill it out and just use a standard like Jesus bolt and nut. Okay. Um, but the thing flew awesome. The video I posted was actually the maiden flight. Um, it was a long flight. I flew like two minutes past the timer. <laughs> so I chopped, the, I chopped the video down to kind of some of the highlights because it's, it's a jet. It's boring. It's fast. It's cool. Yeah. You can, you can loop it. You can roll it. You can do knife edge and fly inverted. So I chopped out all the you know monotonous stuff and, and cut it down to a three-minute video so I could uh, fit the Kenny Loggins Danger Zone song in there. Nice. <laughs> and uh, no, no on YouTube, they're probably going to chop the music. So I'm going to upload another version tonight, which is just the raw footage um, in case they mute out my uh, video because they've done that a few times. Yeah. They've warned me about it, but I've posted it anyway. And yeah, then it uh, a couple guys that weren't in America said, "Yeah, I can't, I can't hear any music." Yeah, usually Germany they don't allow right. it. And yeah. um, from my videos, I noticed that they just end up monetizing it, and any money that you know from hits will go to the the music whatever company. So. Um, which I'm okay with. I don't care about making ten cents on YouTube. Doesn't matter to me. M- music makes a video, but sound you need sound. And yeah. one of my favorite videos was when I was shooting the autos with the logo 550SX. Because mm-hmm. when you're shooting autos, you're just hearing head speed and then blade fart at the end. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what dubstep or whatever song I had, but they muted it, 
So now it's just a soundless video, and all you see is a helicopter autoing oh, ten times in a row, and it's, uh, it it's boring as hell with no yeah. sound. Yeah, you need to re-upload that without any audio then. I deleted it. I've learned uh, now. So every time now, if, if I'm doing a video now, I upload two of them, and I just leave the um, the one with no music private. In case it ever happens, I have a backup copy. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so, so that's been it, man. A lot of stuff in the hobby. This is still our busiest time at work. Um, mm-hmm. the, the kids, you know, we had birthdays with the kids. We just did a mini vacation. So, I mean, nice. we just, we've been nonstop, but beginning yeah. to flying, still doing the helicopter thing. It's just this kind of season I know with the Cub and then the Velocity and the Jab. I'm kind of going back to my roots, you know, where it all started. And, and it's fun to have that mix because I've done, I've done um, three airplane fun flights this season already where I go and I do my helicopter demos. Well, I'm not going to sit there for six hours just to do a five-minute new time demo. So the Velocity has fit that role perfect. Right. I go out there with seven packs. So basically I fly all day. Do do my noontime demo, fly the rest of the day and go home. So it's it's been fun to kind of have the fifty fifty mix this summer. Yeah, nice. Cool. Has anybody said, "Wow, that planker can really fly that helicopter"? <laughs> Has anybody said at, that at, at both shows? Because last year all I had was that little parts on sport cup, so I only had like two batteries for it. So the guys didn't remember me flying planes last year. So as they're announcing, because they do an announcement while I fly, they talk about me, the helicopter, and my heli event. That's why I go to promote the heli show, and uh, both contest directors at each show said well here's chris rybert or you know our local heli guy and then they i did start announcing while i'm flying the plane they're like because i'm doing rolling circles and hovering and stuff and they're like well i didn't know chris rybert flew fixed wing nice so, <laughs> so i think i surprised a few of the guys nice that's cool but it's, it's been a good fun fly season and we got two more left we've got our open house next weekend and the heli jam after and it's 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 kind of it's it's bittersweet, you know. I wait all summer for for the heli show, but mm-hmm. it kind of marks the end of summer, which sucks. I mean, I don't stop flying with all the reviewing. I fly three sixty five a year, rain yeah. or not rain, but snow, summer, fall. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just tough because that kind of you know summer's coming to an end, school starting again. Yeah, we're we've been losing our light every few minutes of past you know months. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so that part sucks, but I'm happy to be out flying. Yeah. Hey, you know, I just thought of something. Nick has uh, some big RC-related news since yes. the last time we had him well, on the show. Big little or little big. Big little news. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know big. if you were done, Chris, but I figured I'd throw it no, out there. I'm done. I was going to throw that out there, too. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting to see when it was going to come up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our listeners will be very happy to know. Big thanks to Chris Rybert. I am now the owner of an Oxy3. Nice. Still need an icon for it, but it's definitely now sitting, built, ready to go. Awesome. Cool. And we set the boy up good, folks. It was a used Oxy, but we can't let a, a planker get its first helicopter that's beat up. So I actually went through, tore the whole helicopter down, completely rebuilt the head, new DFC links, new uh, new bushings, new spindle. It's got all he needs is an icon system. And he's ready to go. So we're hoping to see Nick fly before the season's over. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Just need to find an icon somewhere. When I left icon and went to view control, I sold my one buddy like five icons I had. So I sent a message to him yesterday. I'm waiting to hear back from him. Nice. Sweet. Awesome. There you go. Um, if not, um, I think I might have someone who might be selling one to me. So. But we'll talk uh, definitely after the show. So let's move on to our main topic. The 2016 Northeast Model Helicopter Jamboree. Woo! 
commercial here. All right, uh, enough of this silliness here. Listen, you know, uh, when I'm out on the street, you know, uh, people always come up to me and they say, Hey, Arnold, yeah, get to the chopper. Yeah, you know, like, I haven't heard that like a million times. So listen, you know, if you want to see all the helicopters, you can go to this uh, little thing up in uh, Rochester, New York. It's uh, the Rochester Aero Modeling Society, or RAMS. Yeah, you know, if you, if you change those letters around, it spells Mars. And uh, I was going to tell you something about that, but uh, I can't recall. <laughs> yeah, you get it, right? Yeah, shut up, you idiot. Listen to me. It's three-day helicopter event, and uh, it's the largest in uh, the Northeast in September around Labor Day. You know, labor yourself up there and go check out some of these pilots, you know. It's the home uh, field of, you know, Mr. Chris Rybert and uh, the other guy, you know, that uh, the Kyle guy, you know, the guy that flies uh, pretty good. Yeah, you know, and it's grown, you know, over the last uh, couple of years. They've had, like, over a hundred helicopter pilots and, uh, like, a thousand spectators you know but it's not the t-1000 so you know you don't have to worry about it reacquiring you there so you know it's labor day weekend it's september it's friday saturday and sunday what did you think it was going to be on a tuesday so just go up there you know and if you miss this one i'm gonna show up at your flying field and i'm gonna poke your eyes out with my stogie you idiot <laughs> Enough of this silliness. Of no, yeah, you should have just went right into it with your voice out of it. So awesome. <laughs> uh, still can. I can't do it on the fly like that. I have to get all like I have to watch like a Running Man right. or something like that. I hope you left uh, some space in your stomach because I'm going to put my fist in it. <laughs> awesome, man. All right, so Chris. Remind our listeners, uh, you know, talk about your event. Let's let's kind of get a recap of what this is all about. Yes, yeah, so we we hint, we hinted about it in the past about what it's all about. Mm-hmm. A lot of you guys are coming up. Um, yep. Really excited this year. So it is the 14th annual Northeast Model Helicopter Jamboree. Um, it's held this Labor Day weekend, not this weekend, but the Labor Day weekend, September 2nd through the 4th, uh, 2016. Um, Masson in New York, it's at our Rams, uh, Masson. We have two fields. This is our home field that we actually own. So you guys are really going to like it. We've got the Porta Johns, we've got the clubhouse fireplace in the winter time. So we actually own this property. We've owned, it, I think since the sixties, um, we do like a small picnic at our other field at, at midsummer, but this is held at our main field. And what's cool for the guys coming out of town, it's 10 minutes from the New York state Thruway. So once you get off the exit, it's oh, two nice. streets and you're at the field. This is actually my cool. third year uh, that I took over as contest director, mm-hmm. um, and I'm glad I, I kept the tradition going because a lot of the guys just retired, they're burnt out, they don't want to do it anymore. Um, Ray Stacy, Kyle's dad, actually started this um, over a decade ago with just a few of his close buddies, and it's just grown over the years, bigger right. and bigger and bigger. Um, what's nice about it falling on Labor Day is it gives all the guys from out of town on the East Coast and Canada it gives them that extra day to drive home. So a lot of guys leave Saturday night or Sunday morning. Now they don't have to worry about it. They can stay up till Sunday, four or five o'clock as I'm cleaning, hit the road and you know, they'll be home in time for Tuesday, get back to work. So that's, that's, that's a cool part about it falling on Labor Day weekends. Mm-hmm. Pre-registration is still open. It will be available up until Wednesday night uh, before the show. We close Wednesday night at midnight. That gives the guys in our club time to roll up the shirts, get the raffle tickets for all the guys who did the pre-registration. We get all the bundled together. Um, so it's ready when you get there. You don't need to do anything but just sign the AMA doc, um, declaration. If you guys, you guys have been, haven't been here, but for any of our listeners who have been here before, you know how we roll. It's just a fun, relaxed weekend. It's, it's a stress-free. You go out there and just have fun. 
Um, there's always tons of experts on hand, you know, to teach you things, learn new things, share ideas. And basically, it's just the whole reason Ray started was just so we can share, the, you know, the RC helicopter um, camaraderie with everybody. Um, last year, Saturday, my buddy Billy came up. It's, this is going to be his third year in a row, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my buddy John had his buddy Mike come on down from Buffalo. So I remember Saturday morning, I always do the pilots meeting between 10 and 11. Last year, Saturday, I had set up and test flown three guys' helicopters before we even had the pilot meeting. Wow. Um, so wow. so not, all, not only am I reaching out to help people, but other people in our club are. So any of you guys out there, you want to fly a helicopter, you need help with setup, you know, that's what we're out there to do. I do. I need help with setup. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need uh, really big help with setup. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another another thing we pride our event in, Mm -hmm. on other than you know being relaxed, is we welcome all pilots, all skill levels. You know, you don't need to be a pro to go out there. Just like we talked about at our heli fest, no one was afraid to go up there and fly and just have fun. You know, everybody in their heads thinking the same thing. Oh my God, everybody's looking at me. So you know, bring out your sport um, helicopter. We do a lot of scale stuff. Gas, nitro. One guy, uh, Sandy Jaffe, brings out his turbine llama every year, so I'm hoping he brings that back again. Um, oh, nice. A few years ago, he had his turbine um, Notar, which is nice. like MD500 mm-hmm. with no tail rotor. Right. Um, it's basically just open flying all three days, um, and then we do a cool night show on Saturday night. Noontime demos for the factory pilots who want to fly. Um, we give them an hour time slot every day. Close down the whole field. Let them get their flights in and get the flight line going by 1 o'clock again for all the guys doing open flying. Um, three flight stations. We'll talk about that when we get to the show. And then uh, it's just fun. Last year we had, I think, almost 92 registered pilots. So that's a, I think that's the most we've had yet. Okay. For the guys, you know, not sure about should I bring food or whatnot, we have yeah. booking sessions on site. Um, we have primitive camping available, no hookups. So a lot of guys bring their tents. They bring their pop-ups. Um, last year was probably my biggest year for people coming. I had 18 RVs, you know, from as small as, you know, a 10 foot pop-up to guys with 30 foot diesel, like class A motorhomes. Wow. And, I want they, one. Yeah. They had their house there for, for three days. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a AMA sanctioned event. So you must be a current AMA member to fly. Um, we have lots of prizes to give away. There is a $25 landing fee, but that's not just, it's not, you're paying $25 to use our field. You get an awesome shirt. You get raffle tickets for the pilot's raffle. You get a food mm-hmm. ticket. Um, a couple of our club members, father and son, they sleep overnight behind the clubhouse in tents, and they cook pulled pork for like 10, 12 hours. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So that $25 also includes a nice dinner Saturday night that you don't have to pay for. Oh, that's so awesome. We're ready to go, man. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, me too, man. I can't wait to go, man. I'll be up there uh, Friday night bringing the family with me so hopefully uh you know you got your kids and they can uh, play with chloe and chloe, you know keep them busy oh, we, <laughs> we see a lot of people not the out-of-towners you know they usually just bring their wives or themselves mm-hmm. but a lot of the locals bring their kids okay people know Haley through facebook i mean not <laughs> i try to keep facebook private because of my kids but sure, my, right. close, my close heli friends know Haley, know what she mm-hmm. went through yeah. And she walks up and down the flight line, and every two feet, someone's yelling out her name, giving hugs. So awesome. my ki- my kids, other than nap time, they come out for a couple hours each day. So for sure, and my wife does fifty fifty raffle and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you guys will meet everybody again, and my mom and dad will be there. So it's gonna oh, be a cool. good time. Yeah, yeah, Chris, I can't wait to meet everyone. 
I didn't uh, pre-register. Uh, I didn't even know that was possible, actually, until you uh, just, uh, just said it. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, think you're allowed to come then. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm driving Ricky. I'm his driver. <laughs> oh, are you so. driving him up there? Yeah, because uh, he has. Uh, he convinced you. He has some kind of crazy sleep disorder. It's called. Where he fall, it's through. called. <laughs> it's called two beers and I fall asleep at the stoplight. So, <laughs> itis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, um, you, don't, you don't. You don't have. So to I'm on the web page. I'm on the web page. I, I I didn't know how to. Yeah, do you think I should then, or, or no, or it just it just it just makes it easier for us. I mean, if you're a good guy like Steve and Muse who have done it, it makes our job easier. Oh. Um, so so price, how do you go about is, doing price, it? Price is still the same. It's a dollar surcharge if you do it because of the PayPal. Yeah. Um, it's just you know what it does. It gets you when you get to the field and after you say hi to everybody. You can sign the AMA form and go fly. You don't have to wait to get in line and wait to get everything. Once yeah. you go there, you tell them your name, you sign, and you walk away with your shirt and raffle tickets. It's, uh, the link's on our Facebook. I'll invite you. I'm not sure if I ever did it, but I'll invite you on my Facebook um, event. And uh, there's a link also on RunRider. You go to RunRider or HeliFreak to their sections okay. for the event. Um, there's a link to RC Flight Deck. It's yeah. kind of, RC Flight Deck's been a pain in the ass the past few years, but the reason I use it is it's easy to track. I know who prepaid. You know, mm-hmm. typically there's a spot for shirt size. I don't know if they screwed that up again this year. So now I got to go through an email. Everybody on the list. So I've been trying to get away from RC Flight Deck, but it does help out a lot for the logistics of it. Sure. So so it's up to you. I'll send you a link later. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So Chris, what can we expect at the show? Like I know it's three days of heli goodness, but uh, tell us some more. Yeah, that's about it. I might. <laughs> I don't know if it was you or Anthony yesterday. You said, "Hey, you're gonna fly the jet." Uh, yeah, that was Anthony. <laughs> I'll bring the jet Sunday. Sunday's more laid back. So afternoon, when you know most public isn't showing up anymore. Last year, um, we did quad races, and then uh, what else did we do? Uh, AJ Jaffe and Kyle Stacy had these little, those little icon foamies. They're out there battling, doing combat with them. So. Mm-hmm. Sunday's kind of laid back, so I'll probably bring the jet out if it's quiet, fly the jet for a few flights. Um, but as far as the event, like you said, three days of heli goodness. Um, daily demos we talked about. Mm-hmm. Friday night, what's cool is we have a local diner called the Law Cabin. It's always been a tradition that every Friday night we reserve the banquet room. Um, people start cleaning up, flying, head to around 7 o'clock. What I want to do with you know, my Jersey boys and my buddy Billy and my family, the kids would need to go to bed by 7.38. So typically I head up around 6, 6.30. Basically okay. it's just, you know, you just as you show up, you sit down, you order. They have um, two waiter waitresses for us in the banquet room. So once you start showing up, you can just order food. Um, I like to get there a little early because I'm a big prime rib guy. I had my prime rib tonight, Friday night at the log cabin. And nice. the problem is last year it goes so fast that yeah. like 10 of us ordered it. They ran out. So – our, so a bunch of us close guys, like all you Jersey boys and Billy and my family and I, we'll go like half hour, hour early so we can just kind of chill together quietly before everybody rolls in. So you're saying don't order the prime rib because it's really nasty and hint, hint, it's for us. That's what I told everybody <laughs> last year. I'm like, don't order the prime <laughs> rib. And then she walks over and casts me on the shoulder like, she's like, Chris, we're all out of prime rib. No. Like, Are you kidding me? This is Friday night, Chris? Yes. Is that what you yeah. said? Yep, yeah, so, I don't yep. think uh, Ricky and I are going to get up there until probably 9 p.m. But yeah, it's probably going to be late for me, too, because, uh, you know, Maria has work, and then we got to go. So I'm off, but yeah. We, um, do you know Do you know what that means? 
more prime, prime rib, rib for you. For you. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah, it's all right. The, the, what's nice too about the picnic on Saturday night? It's when we kind of chill before the the night festivities. So okay. if you don't make it to Friday night to the log cabin, there's going to be even better food at this show. So yeah, guys, you gotta you gotta come out. Um, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy. He'll be there all three <laughs> days hanging out. It's a, he's a local boy too. That's our field. We just we were right. out there today flying the jet. He had he had like five six goblins today. He's got the new um. What did he have? He had a new uh, Black Thunder, the green edition. He yeah, also had a new good. Goblin 420 out there. So if you want to see the stretched 380, you can come oh, check geez. that out. That's gonna be cool, man. Yeah, so it's it's, it's stress free. And what's nice about our show. A lot of the I couldn't get a lot of the pro pilots I wanted to this year. Bert and Susie can't make it because they drive up from Florida. Wow, yeah. The, the downside with me getting bigger pilots is we're coming off two, three weeks off of Urcha, and most of the companies who pay their sponsor guys to go there, they don't want to pay them to come to my event because they just paid their week's stay and, and everything sure, at Urcha. Yeah. A lot of the pro guys, we've never paid the pro guys. The guys who come, they do it out of the kindness of their heart. You know, Kyle Dahl came three years in a row. Mm-hmm. He booked a ticket and luggage from, from California. Um, from Bakersfield. So don't know if anybody's number one, obviously we got Kyle and all my close buddies. So I don't know if we're going to get any other big name surprises, but if not, who cares? Like I always said, if we don't have pro pilots, it's not about that. It's about a hangout for people who love helicopters. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I keep saying it stress-free. I mean, you can walk over, sit down, talk to Kyle for an hour. He's not going to care. He'll talk your ear off too, because it's not like he's at Urcha where he's paid to do business, business, business. Yeah, yeah, it's just hangout for him, right? He's coming to hang out. You know, he's eating pizza all day, drinking Mountain Dew. He nice. goes out there, does his new demo, throws down hard new demos. You might not even see him fly for a couple hours. I think last year he was flying that little those little icon planes in our hover zone. He flew that little plane on Saturday probably more than he flew helicopters. Well, as long as Kyle can take a flight on my 700 and tune it, for me, and then so that way I can fly like Kyle Stacy. I'm okay. Cool. Well, well, then we need to get him to also sign it like three or four times, just right in a row. Oh yeah, you know what? I should do that. Yeah, yeah. To Rush Cox, send him a picture and have him Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy. Yes, that's what's so, cool about our event. You know, I met Anthony. Anthony just we had our friendship one year anniversary. Facebook told me the other day. And and I had met Anthony, and I had only known him for like two months before I made him drive out to the show to hang out with us. And what's awesome is day one I'm talking to him, and he's like, is that Kyle Stacy over there? I'm like, yeah, let's go over. And uh, within five minutes later, Kyle was doing a maiden flight on one of his Goblin 380s, and he's just blown away. I'm like, he's a normal person, guys. He's just <laughs> he's, he's a pro athlete, but they all they all shit the same way. Right, right. Yeah, he was telling me about it. He was like, yeah, you know, Kyle took off with it. He did like three pyros, and then he just started smacking the crap out of Ellie. <laughs> yeah, so those, so Kyle's made in flights, and it blows my mind. It, it uh-huh. shows us that we're all good mechanics. Because Kyle's flown almost every one of my helicopters leading up to the past year or two. Now I'm okay. proficient enough to not care. Uh-huh. But um, his made in flights on, on people's machines is literally he'll go up, he'll do like two pitch pumps, do two pyros, and then goes into a full routine. I'm like, wow, my made in flights used to be hovering and yeah. pitch pumps. Yeah. Pitch bumps, then you start flipping it a little, making sure there's no cyclic bobble, you know, some speed runs for tail to make sure the tail holds. But yeah, no, he 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 does it. He starts banging it, and if it has like too high a gain, he holds a transmitter over his head, hits some dials, goes and flies some more, hits some dials, and then he brings the transmitter back down and then smacks the rest of the flight. Gotta it's, love it's, it. it. Control. It's, it's oh, it's so funny, man. <laughs> I love it. 
Nice. That should be an event and a half, man. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's that's too cool when when you get guys like that that are you know it's their home field they'll just hang out mm-hmm. you know you can ask them whatever you want right right so what should we bring to the field or to your your event definitely I think you guys should bring a helicopter helicopter <laughs> I think is key um, oh yeah. man I was gonna <laughs> bring all my planes you sure I can't bring any planes uh, yeah so so basic stuff helicopters tools charger mm-hmm. do bring a generator Kevin you mentioned it on the last show we don't actually have power to our field we we just bought a new uh, 6500 watt generator but that's to run our um, microwave coffee pot refrigerator freezer and the PA system so we don't have power hookups so a lot of the guys bring their little Ryobis or their little Coleman's or right. or uh, Honda generators so definitely bring a generator if you plan on flying a lot. Like we talked a few minutes ago, no need for food. I mean, if you want, bring food, bring a little grill if you want to cook out. But I think like burgers are like three fifty four bucks. We've got hot dogs. Um, while we do the pilots dinner, people, if we have extra food left over from all the pre registered pilots, you can actually buy it um, pilots dinner. Um, so no need for food. We have we have I have runners. So everybody in the club has has a position they've signed up for. So we have okay. food runners and we have ice and drink runners. So we'll never run out of anything. If if we think we're running low on something, it will be replenished before someone orders it. Um, Steve, bring your gout medication. Yeah, <laughs> eating all that hamburgers and hot dogs. It's gonna it's gonna be flight the day after flight fest all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was out at the field a couple hours ago with Kyle, and my dad, and they already delivered the three portageons. So we always keep one portageon at the field. They just delivered two more extra regular ones and a handicap one for, for okay. anybody with wheelchairs. Sure. Um, they get cleaned daily. Um, so they'll be cleaned right, you know, the day up leading up to Friday. They'll be freshly uh, all loaded up. They got hand sanitizer. And I was at another club a few weeks ago doing a demo, and they had the coolest thing. They had a gravity wash sink. Someone had an old stainless steel sink, um, made like a two-by-four rack, and had like a probably like a 20- to 30-gallon water drum. So basically it was fresh water. Mm-hmm. Um Really like that concept. Took a picture of it, showed it to my pr- club president, and he ran with it. Hopefully, he's done in time. He just sent me a sneak peek about an hour ago. He's got all the framing done and a sink. Nice. So if you can figure out how to get the water system going, it's just gravity fed. You just put a huge tank up top, yeah. turn on the water, and, and boom. Because we have um, two of those big, you know, fifty-gallon um, blue drums, and it collects all our rainwater. Uh huh. So I'm sweating my ass off during the weekend. So I'm usually washing my hands and face in the rain collect bucket. Okay. Um, but if he gets a sink done in time, it's gonna be really sweet. That's awesome. Um, we talked about a custom shirt. I'm finally going to show the teaser pick once it comes back from our uh, T-shirt um, designer. But mm-hmm. if you guys like Star Wars, you're going to love this shirt. Um, this shirt looks awesome. Two, two of my close buddies in the club, um, Jake and, and uh, Dave, they run it with a shirt design. I kind of throw out my ideas, and they just take it and run with it. And every year, it's something custom. One year we had a 3D shirt where we gave you 3D glasses. Um, <laughs> cool. We've done like the NBA logo before, which actually had instead of like an NBA player in the middle, it had a guy flying RC helicopter. Okay. Um, nice. Last year was like a a movie. You know how you say you know movie rated R, blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, like credits and stuff, right? This one was the same credit square, but it said rated 3D, and it talked about a bunch of cool you know 3D related stuff, and then it said our our logo. So every year it's something different. This year. Some of the guys in our club are kind of Star Wars geeks, and uh, it's all safe for now. I'll post a picture as soon as we get a preview, but a lot of people get a shirt you know, when they register, and then I order 100 shirts so we can get them at a lower cost. Mm-hmm. So whatever shirts we have left, I usually sell afterwards on Facebook and stuff. 
Last year we had 20 extra shirts. They sold out before Saturday night was over. Yeah, I was about um, to say. I bet you they would just sell them right there. You don't even have to put it on Facebook. Yeah, we hang up the extras, and they're usually gone by the end of the weekend. And I ordered everything from small, and we did women's sizes here, all the way up to 3XL. So there's a shirt for everybody. Nice. I can buy one. Hmm? I can uh, name a large right now because right. <laughs> I'm not making it. Well, Nick, if you come out to this one, you won't have to volunteer. Yeah, that's true. But no, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get the time. Yeah, off. dude, so. I we totally understand. Yeah, we'll have to get you a shirt, Nick, for sure. Yeah, awesome. I want to hear about some fireworks, right? Because you said Saturday night it has fireworks. Yes, it it, it hits our pocketbook very deeply. Okay. Um, it's I signed a contract and it's it's over two thousand dollars, which Ooh. takes a big wow. chunk out of any profits we make for the club, but it's worth it. It's it's a tradition that's that started, man, probably over five years ago. And not only does it make a really cool effect for the people at the show, but we bring a lot of public in. So some of the pro, um, profits we donate okay. to the local ambulance. Um, so we try to get the public in there. Every who doesn't like fireworks? And what right. makes it even better is. My guy, one of my guys, Jake, who does the shirts, does a whole music list. So while we're doing the fireworks, he's playing music. And then I, before the day, before the, you know, leading up to the pilot's dinner, I get a list of all the guys who want a night fly. So we introduce you. You go out there, do a flight um, to the music. And then towards the end, before the grand finale, last year, I think we had six helicopters. And they're up there flying while the fireworks are going off. They got the LEDs going, the glow sticks and it's, it just adds a whole extra level to the show. Um, awesome. We just bought 100 glow sticks to sell to the crowd. We did that last year. The kids tore it up. That's a nice little way to make like a, a buck you know, profit. Yeah. And then the, the diehards who stick around after the public's gone, um, I typically order like a, a sheet pizza or two. And then the, the adult beverages come out, have a few drinks, and go to bed and get ready for, for Sunday. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to pack some adult beverages. I need to figure out a night heli, man. I really want to fly a heli at night. The flying really doesn't stop until people go to bed. Even when the heli- or the fireworks guys show up, mm-hmm. I have to close down two of the flight lines. So if you guys are staring straight out at center stage, you got pilot station left and right and then center. Mm-hmm. What I do when the fireworks guys get there is they go out to the far left side of the field. Okay. So basically what I do is I chop it down from three flight stations to two. I go to the far right and I do a 45 degree angle. And this year, I think the farmer did beans, so that it's not even tall corn. So by facing you to the south, I opened up two two additional flight lines at 45 degree angle, so that okay. the flying doesn't stop. So while the fireworks are setting up for an hour or two, mm-hmm. the flying's not stopping. I mean, it's one less flight station, but what's cool is the lines still aren't that big because people are having their dinner. So sure. there's always man. I remember last year because I get there at six o'clock in the morning because. Being a CD, I have to be there the uh-huh. entire event. Right. And um, last year, I'm I'm there unloading a truck, and the guys they're coming out six thirty, going, "Can I fly?" I'm like, "Yeah, you can fly." Wow. <laughs> nice. How do you last all day then? If you're out there from six thirty to at least what, at least ten o'clock, right? Like, I usually stay till ten or eleven until uh-huh. people start packing it in. Because if something ever happens, I'm liable, so I have to be there. And, Sure. And we're not like the Midwest fun flies like RC Heli Nation talks about. We are kind of pansies. We go to bed, you know, 10, 11. We don't have construction lights. Mm. Um, and we don't have the apple pie, so we're not up that late. Um, <laughs> no, it definitely it definitely burns me out. I'll get there Thursday night with the family. We'll put all the banners up. Um, I have my first five motorhomes coming in Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I, usually do, I usually do a couple flights to have fun. I'm usually back in bed by 1030, up by 536. 
No, I, I, I get burnt out. The first year taking it on, I didn't know what I was up against, and I practically had a nervous breakdown halfway through Saturday because um, it's, it's definitely overwhelming. It's you know stressful. It's, it's, it's a lot to take on. The benefit sure. with it falling on Labor Day weekend is Monday I can just relax at home and enjoy my birthday. My birthday is always Labor Day weekend. So this oh, year geez. my birthday is Thursday. So Thursday, September 1st is my birthday. So I'm not oh, celebrating shoot. it. I'm going to skip my birthday, and I'm going to have a nice cookout over here Monday night after I'm fully refreshed. And then back to work on Tuesday. Yes. I actually took Friday and Tuesday off. I wanted to. Uh, you suck, Steve. I want, especially Tuesday, because I know I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm checking out, uh, I guess, Sunday morning, probably stay for a little bit and then head out. But yeah, I just, I, you know, I know I was going to come home and from the drive and all the excitement and everything i'm just gonna be you know just oh i took i took that i took that day off from you guys from from seeing from going to your show and then doing sesame place i took an additional day off just because you know your body needs it right Um, right and it sounds crazy but i'm doing literally five straight days of flying because i'll get there thursday night i'll fly while i wait for people i'll fly friday saturday sunday and then monday come around being my birthday well it's not my real birthday it's friday but i've always had a tradition on my birthday I've got to fly something. So, of course, it'll be my downtime, but I'll probably take the Oxy out front just to get my inaugural flight in. Right, right. So, I'm excited. Cool, man. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched too, man. It's like I'm getting a double vacation. I'm going on vacation, and then I come back, and I work like two days, and then I'm on vacation again going up there to check this thing out, man. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah so, the, so, the one hotel that I think you booked, Steve, the Palmyra Inn. Mm-hmm. That's really close to the field. You literally have like two turns and like a four and a half, five minute drive. Awesome. Kevin, where you and Ricky are, we had to book you down the road. You're talking like an extra five minutes. I think it's like a 10, 12 minute drive. And same thing. You're coming down one road. Mm-hmm. It's it's three roads where Steve's is two roads. Nice. Okay. Nice. So cool. yeah, whatever time you guys get there, if, if I definitely, so Friday night, you guys might want to just crash. After all the long drives, you probably guys will probably just want to go to your hotel. So don't feel like you need to come out to the field to say hi Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely try to get out there, man. It's all about flying. So if you want, I'd say get out there Saturday by eight nine o'clock. I'll be like I said, I'll be there by six in the morning setting up. Okay. Yeah, I gotta figure something out because uh, with the family, I don't know if I'll be able to get that out that early. When Anthony came last year. Um, he brought up his wife and all the girls, and mm-hmm. they dropped him off. And there's a there's an awesome outlet mall about ah cool probably 25 30 minutes from the field. So they dropped him off, and they were they were shopped all day long. And they're actually staying in Henrietta this year, which is about 30 minutes from the field. Okay. And there's like there's a big mall and everything out that way also. So I think it's the same plan. They're just gonna drop him off and leave him, go spend some of his money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll have Maria drop me off and then. And figure out a ride back later or just have her pick me up. So, uh, I can't wait. I'm sure, Kevin, you're excited about this too. Yeah. I think this is like, besides our HeliFest, this is kind of the first big helicopter event you went to, right? This will be the first, yeah. Yeah. Like an official large. I mean, right. ours was at our field, so it was kind of. Yeah, it kind of felt like another day, but just. At the field, more right. People. More people, exactly. Yeah. Ours, ours was awesome, but if this is your first one, I mean, I, I said it before, I don't think you guys have a clue 
like what you're up for. Like we, I think there's usually like 20 of the, like the pop up, you know, fun flight tents and we mm-hmm. put them all together on each side of the pavilion. I call it tent city. And, um, there's usually like 10 generators in the parking lot with extension cords going everywhere. And nice. it's just awesome. I got the scorpion beach flag. Kyle's got the SAB beach flag. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it feels like it's, if you've never been to Urcher or OHB, you're getting that mini experience on a smaller, more personal level. And hopefully the grass gets a little bit greener. It's finally grown back, but it's been a nice. sad, dry year. So, Kevin, are you going to be bringing – you're bringing your pop-up definitely, right? Your I don't know. Well, canopy? if I'm with Ricky, he's going to have his for sure. I could throw mine yeah. in there too. I'd say throw yours I'd in there throw them both too, in there, right? Because if – and then set them up you know, side by side just so that we have more room. Um how how big is that uh, tent area, like the you know pop up canopy area, Chris? On the left side, where I don't go on, I was going the right side, so I'm closest to the prizes and stuff, so I can keep an eye on everything. But uh-huh. the left side, watch the video from last year that I posted. I think we probably had a good ten or more on the left side, and then on the right side, just in my little tent city area, uh-huh. I had I had mine. My buddy had his. Tyler brought two, so I think we had six alone just in my little tent city area. And we got six tents all the tables in there uh-huh. we've got our like own little workspace we can put the helicopters in the middle where they're all safe yeah um so as long as you guys are there by eight nine o'clock on saturday we'll get you guys set up quick and we'll have our spot for the whole weekend sweet and nice. is that something we can leave there like the the pop-up with the tents you know i'll probably take my helicopters with me and my charger oh those everybody tent, tents and tables stay up all weekend i to put your chairs on their side put the tables on their side and then mm-hmm. lower the tent all the way down. Okay. I, I used to go as far as taking my, my uh, the top off the tent just because of the dew. But it's yeah. more of a pain in the ass because then you got to fold it back up to get it on. So really, sure. I lower the tent, turn the tables and chairs on our side. Sun comes up the next morning at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I put the chairs and tables out. I shake off the tent. And by 9, 9, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, everything's dry. Nice. Cool. That's good to know. All right. Uh, does anyone else have any questions or anything they want to Talk about the event, or should we move on to the news? News. I've got news. All right. Go ahead. Let's hear this news. Kyle Stacy is still the one. Kyle Stacy. Kyle Stacy. Kyle Stacy. <laughs> yeah, I heard he flies pretty good. He's, he's he's getting better. I think you know. He's been number one in the world now for two three years, but I think he's I think he can do a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so Urcha changed their format after all the Kyle and Kyle controversy of Urcha 2015. They did away with the one competition. So basically, okay. what they did this year is <clears throat> they changed it to the Battle of the Brands. And uh, what they did is the controversy last year was first they said Kyle Dahl won, and no Kyle yeah. Stacy won, and you had two friends battling, and they didn't talk for a few months because of all the drama. They both said they would never come back and fly at Urcha one again luckily mm-hmm. the fires were put out with a lot of water and uh this year urcha kind of went back to their roots they called it the battle of the brands and what they did is i think 10 pilots they flew for a certain company kyle flew for bk uh let's see doll flew for mikado remus flew for you know the oxy flew the oxy four it was without the you know circus tricks this year you had your typical one flight one battery do yeah. what you can in, in, until your battery dies and how they changed it up this year was they stuck it to just fan voting. So instead of having 
you know, panel of judges and going off crowd participation because that's what killed it last year. Oh, yeah. his sound meter was louder than that sound meter. And then they had to watch on video. And how do you watch sound on video? Yeah. Um, right. So basically yeah. they did a live voting. So after everybody flew, I think they opened up live voting for like a half hour or hour. And uh, I talked to Kyle today. He had, he won it by 40 votes. Um, Stacy had 280 votes to Kyle Dahl's 240 volts uh, votes. And I guess you could vote up to five times on one iPhone and okay. they left it to the crowd participation. There's no yeah, hidden agenda. Yeah, no, no hidden agenda. You know, sound like rap battles and stuff. They go off, cl- you know, crowd participation. That's hard to judge. And yeah. then if you say this person won, then are you? Did they pay you to say they won? So I think it was kind of cool how they did it this year. Yeah. Wh- whatever you want to call it, battle the brands. You want to call it the one competition. Kyle Stacy is the first person to win it two years in a row, let alone three years in a row. So he's still on top of his game mm-hmm. um still flying every day i woke him up at the field today i get out today he's in a zero gravity chair has his headphones in That's sleeping nice. i kick his chair wake him up go fam i haven't seen you in weeks I, I go what are you doing he goes just relaxing i go i go how long you been here for he's like three hours i'm like so you've got five <laughs> helicopters i'm like i'm like what do you fly he goes i haven't flown yet i'm like what have you been doing he goes dude i just been relaxing it's been a few weeks of hell Right. And um, and then once I brought the jet out, made in that, he brought out um, his Kyle Stacy three blade, and he brought out the Goblin four twenty, and, and he, he's funny man. He's just he's just out there to have fun. Three hours you're sitting in the sun doing nothing. I'd be out there, and even the gen the generator's running, batteries are on a charger. He's not flying. He's just relaxing, chilling. So big shout out and kudos to him. He's still top of his game, and I wish him luck in the upcoming seasons to come he didn't get to do a lot of the stuff this year he used to he didn't do xfc this year where his position is at sab and hobby wing he's doing more of like the burt camera stuff he's out there promoting and doing demos over the competition scene now right awesome anyone else got news i don't have any news no nope no news for you no news for me man all right so let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby uh, I'm just going to read it off the list here. Chris, you wrote first, so. All right. Next well, <laughs> I did have Maiden a Super Scorpion, but that's check done. Um, I guess I have to rebuild Super Scorpion because the landing gear sucks. So mm-hmm. now I'm in a mad dash to get that going for next weekend's uh, Open House Fun Fly. Tie up the rest of the loose ends. I'm waiting to hear back from a couple more sponsors and stuff and the logistics side of it for the Fun Fly. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned it earlier. I've been super swamped. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, I'll update the website with the newest podcast and try to get some new videos on there. Um, okay. Cool. And other than that, all the helicopters are still flying awesome. Um, do want to get a few more flights on the UVLR, hopefully get rid of that little tail wag so I don't look like a tool when I'm out there flying it <laughs> in two weeks. Um, <laughs> so other than that, that's it. The Cubs ready to go for next weekend. The Velocity is ready to go. Just got to button down these stupid wheels. If I have to, I'll freaking glue because – I don't know why. They, it's probably so you can build the retracts in case like a shaft broke. Yeah, worst or bend, case, right. So worst case, if I can't find that uh, the grub screw, or maybe it's even stripped out, because I know on the one side of the retract where the wheel shock mounts to it, mm-hmm. one of those grub screws was stripped out. You know how sometimes the collar on the oxy, one will strip out, and then the other one will be tight? Right. It, it, it did the same thing. The one in back was even tight, and when I tightened it, it instantly you know, stripped, and the front one was tight. So worst oh, case man. scenario... I'll JB weld that shit in there because you won't ever see it. It's on the shaft. Or mm-hmm. a five-minute epoxy. That's probably the route I'll go. Yeah. Just make sure they're straight. <laughs> the the jet was fun, though. 
Um, the Maiden went great. It's I'm not used to a jet. Scotch was a lot more floatier because of the 110 millimeter. Um, yeah. This one, I think my flaps were a little too low. And for a smaller plane, the plane's really light and small. But you throw in a 4,000 to 5,000 milliamp pack, that makes it a really heavy, small wingspan jet. So I had to take uh-huh. a really wide approach. And the plane flies awesome. Um, you got to worry about it with the flaps down and the gear down on tip stalling. Um, uh-huh. Plus, I flew it. I haven't really set it up yet. So I flew it out of the box, and I had 120 rate with zero expo. So, wow. So, so if, you, if you watch the video, the thing rolled on a dime, but you can see a few times I'm tipping the wings on fast-forward flight. I'm doing full throttle, probably 80-plus mile-an-hour passes with zero expo. So it just wanted to just do whatever it wanted to do. Yeah. Um, it took off the geotextile runway awesome. Mm-hmm. problem is they set off all their jets from Freewing. This is kind of the bounciest because it's got this really nice one-inch suspension. Yeah. problem is geotextile, like your guys, it's not perfectly flat. So, right. man, I probably the, – the, the flights you didn't see in the video – I probably bounced in five of my landings. Every time I'd land, I'd try to slow down, turn right, and it'd kind of flip up on its side and then stop. It, <laughs> it, 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 it comes in hot, and even on our long runway, I overshot it like five times, and I did a grass landing. You'll see that at the end mm-hmm. of the video. And even then, at the end of that few grass landings, it still tried to roll over. And, and I thought it was me and the bouncy suspension, but I realized three of them was because that uh, right landing gear was able to move a good 30-degree angle. So right. I'm, I was, I'm fighting rudder. So I'm trying to take off and land. I'm fighting full rudder. Once I'm in the air, I got to go back to center stick, raise the gear, raise the flaps. And I was just fighting rudder the whole time. I realized it wasn't the plane. It was the landing gear steering me. So that's why I was fighting rudder. Mm. So I'll get that all dialed in for next week. And I'm going to do, uh, I'll be doing a Piper Cub demo, the Velocity demo, uh, the Uvular demo, and the Jet demo at our uh, open house next weekend. Nice. I wish I could come up for that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I'll go next. Damn you, Chris! I want a jet. <laughs> um, Sorry, my you know my my Vigan is is for the most part out of commission, so it's it's pending a rebuild with an upgrade. So that might be a little bit later on. But yeah, I I don't know. The last couple of nights, you know, I'll be outside having a cigarette, and I'm like uh, motionrc.com and I'm like, oh, which, you know, plug and play EDF jet can I get? That's, you know, priced pretty good. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I got a couple things to pay off and then I might be able to allocate some money to buy something in a three, $400 range. So going, going on top of that, and we might as well talk about, it. we've been talking about the jet a few times this show. Mm-hmm. We talked in text earlier, man, I, <laughs> That Velocity from Twisted Happies, I love that thing. But you, if you add up all the radio gear, mm-hmm. the plane, and the V-bar I have on it, I've got almost $600 into a foam profile 3D plane. Right. This, twi- not Twisted Hobbies, this uh, Freewing Super Scorpion, $269 shipped to my door. What did I get for $269? I got a almost ready to fly plane with, mm-hmm. literally, I had it from box to maiden flight in 20 minutes. I was, yeah. I was amazed. So. Quality of the retracts isn't the best, you know, it's your typical China stuff, but mm-hmm. I give it, a, you know, a 9 out of 10 for almost everything from how it was boxed, how it flew. Um, flight characteristics were just amazing for, for the first few flights I put on it. But ease of build, I got to tell you, 269 shipped to your door, you're getting so much because the, the ARF alone is only a couple dollars less, and you get nothing but the foam airframe. Right. Um, so for 269 you get a uh, brushless motor with a 12-blade fan. 
You get a 80 uh, amp, I think it's a Hobby Wing ESC. Nine servos. Each control surface has its own micro servo. The three retracts have their own servo. Wow. Um, so basically, you throw in a park flyer receiver and a battery, and you're ready to fly for less than 320 bucks. Nice. I wouldn't put in a park flyer receiver, though. <laughs> but no. that's nice. Uh, I would definitely go full range. You know, for me, it'd, it'd be Spectrum brand full range, you know, receiver. I'd probably talk to Kevin or someone I know who flies, you know, a lot of Spectrum and see if they have any. If they're, especially if they fly helicopters, they might have one for their that came with their radio that they don't use. Um, it it covers square footage really fast. Going from you know, going from the Piper Cub or the three D Velocity, you can just mm-hmm. freaking just harrier around. Right. That jet once once gears up, flaps up, and you're beyond half throttle. Yeah, it's, it's, li- it's it's literally straight line roll. Either do like a, a, a element or a wide turn. You're coming back down a field, mm-hmm. and you've already covered half a mile, and you're turning around and coming back again. Right. So I Jeez. might get bored of every first thing Kyle says is like nice jet. Why did you buy? I'm like, oh, I flew Scott. <laughs> how how soon are you gonna sell it? Because <laughs> it's it's just something such something to you know scratch that itch. We'll see if I sell it or keep it. It's definitely when when you can't pure flip it and you can't hover it, it does kind of get boring. But I think I'm hoping once the whole you know buying flare wears off, I still keep it around. But if if I stick to my roots, it'll probably be gone in six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, I'm laughing my ass off over here. Did he say it exactly like that? Nice jet. Why'd you buy it? Yeah. <laughs> I get so see you say that. <laughs> oh, man. Even, even, even my dad said, he goes, so how long are you keeping this one for? I'm like, can you guys just give me, he's like, Kyle's like, you had to E700 for like three weeks. I'm like, I had to E700 for two weeks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're saying by the time I by the time you're <laughs> ready. <laughs> by, the time the heli, by the time the Heli Jam show goes, so after you demo for me Sunday, I can take it home with me? Yeah, so I'm going to take it home Sunday, you're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I'll save you on shipping, right? I mean, There's going to be a bidding war. Oh, it's gone already. I got to play with it. I got to demo it at the air show. Do I really want to store it in the garage over the winter? I don't know. Bring the Benjamins. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, I don't. I don't bring Benjamins though. I I, I have this little blue app on my phone. It brings you... PayPal. Yeah, it brings, PayPal. bring the PayPal button. He brings go. everybody's pal. PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So uh, besides that, I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my airplane fleet. Um, you know, for the most part, I would say eighty percent of my planes have been neglected. I still have a balsa kit that I built. Um, that was originally electric. I, I mean, originally uh, nitro, and I converted to electric. Still yet to made in it. Uh, I have a P40 balsa kit that I crashed at our old field in Green Pond, which I need to still fix the tail on it. But I don't know if I'm even gonna bother flying that anymore. Uh, I just have so many. I have a couple planes that are crashed. I need to fix, and then I have a bunch of planes that I don't really fly, and. I don't know. I mean, I need to send it out. I need to figure if I'm going to strip the parts out of it and trash it or or maybe, you know, give it away um, or sell them. You know, there's a couple of planes I can't sell because they're like gifts or one of my favorite planes kind of deal that I'll keep. But I think uh, for the most part, I have about 12 or 13 planes. A lot of them are flight test planes too. So um, those I'll probably just scrap and rebuild into other newer flight test planes or or something in that manner 
hopefully uh, this week, next week, I'll have a chance to kind of send that out by a couple planes. And then uh, I got to get my 570 ready to sell. Uh, I've been sleeping on it. I did sell my Blade 130, uh, not 130, 180 CFX. Oh, you sold it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I put it up on eBay. Um, Ended up getting about 160 bucks for it. Uh, which is fine with me because it was crashed, it was parts broken, but like, you know, I mean, I included a U-Brain, I included all the links. Slightly link. used? Yeah, slightly, no, no, it was <laughs> fully crashed, like, um, so. Yeah, but you included, yeah, you included the receiver, the U-Brain. The U-Brain, the original Flybrows unit that came with it. Yeah. The, the complete links, everything links I had for it, every, uh, stock part I had for it. So, I mean, the person got a pretty good deal. I would, I would really estimate, like. With everything in there, I could have probably easily gotten two hundred or two and change. But yeah, it I, sounds I like it, three four hundred dollars worth of stuff, man. Yeah, three four hundred dollars worth of stuff. That two hundred would have been a fair deal. But I mean, I just wanted to get rid of it. So, yeah, I hear you. Um, bring so that, bring yours out, Kevin, to the show. Get rid of it. Yeah, I'll definitely bring it. I got it all boxed up, ready to go. There you go. Um, so I want to do that. Should I, you think I should do that to five seventy? See, I should just put a little for sale sign and put it on my table and be like, you know, see if anyone buy. Absolutely. I've sold one every year. My buddy Billy last year sold his T-Rex 600 and his uh, T-Rex 450 Pro um, on the first day of the event. What if Kyle signs it? Then it'll be a Kyle Stacy edition signed by Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy. Then you don't I mean, sell yeah, it, dude. A little bit more money. Huh? Or you ask more money, yeah. Nah, I don't mean... I wouldn't even ask for more money. I'd be happy if someone were to pick it up at my asking price. You know we're um, an only kidding, man. You know. Because if somebody's at the event and wants a signed Kyle State, I'm sure all you have to do is buy one and then go get them to sign it. Yeah, but they're not going to get it at the deal. I'm selling it. No, I, I know because you're the deal maker, dude. Uh, I mean, because I mean, how much is a Kyle State C570? Like eight something, 850 brand new? It's going to come with a motor, ESC. And you know what, Steve? Too, if you uh, if you sell the five seventy, you take the wing off the Super Scorpion, it's going to take up the same amount of space when you take it back to uh, <laughs> Jersey with you. Yeah, I'm not worried about room. I have a, a, you know, it's not a huge SUV, but it's a decent sized SUV. And um, since I'm only bringing helis and, you know, and the family, yeah, like, I should be able to fit it. <laughs> Bidding war. Yeah. So, Kevin, what you're going to bid against me? You're going <laughs> to. I might. I might. It might make for an interesting podcast. Yes, and talking about interesting podcasts, real quick, just to take a sidebar here, we should do an episode about EDFs and jets. We haven't. It's a very just you know we're talking about all the, all these jets, and I think it'd be great to do an episode on that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we we have definitely been working at trying to get some interesting people on the show as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, all right. That's kind of what I'll be up to, I guess. Kevin. Have you neglected your planes? For the price of a cup of coffee, you could save Steve's planes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you were like, I've neglected my planes. Yes, I have. I've totally neglected my planes. Uh, I know they're hating me right now because they're like, there's like a layer of dust on my plane. <laughs> well, that's normal for me. <laughs> That's only because my house, my house is my garage gets a little dusty. I give you credit though, Kevin. Cleaning out the hangar, man. Don't keep sentimental value. The the P fifty one did its service, and you got rid of it. I'm proud of you. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, it, you know what? It came down to it wasn't safe to fly anymore, really. When I, I probably could have flown it again in combat out there, but, you know, when it gets that size and the elevator was a little funny, the whole motor pod and everything was a little, like, too much hot glue. I was like, you know what? It's really not safe, so. Yeah, and plus... The combat at Fly Fest was really close. It wasn't like as far out as yeah you would hope, especially when people are throwing up big planes. You know, it was getting worse as the as the week as the weekend was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were flying larger stuff, and you know they had to fire and all that. But uh, yeah. yeah, so no, nah, it was I was time to go. You know, plus I'm I don't have the room for two giant planes, man. <laughs> True, right, right. But what's next for me in the hobby? I'm gonna go with Vegas. And that, you're asking yourself, what does that got to do with RC? I usually stop behind <laughs> the Sam Boyd Stadium, University of Las Vegas field. And uh, one time, I went out there a couple times, just hung out with the guys out there, really nice guys. And one time they had the event. I think I've talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a really yeah. a lot of fun. Those guys were, were super cool. You know, it's it's like if, if you have that personality, you start talking to people. Like, I, I go up to start talking to anybody. You know, they're, they're talking about their plane, so it's interesting. And then we start talking about different things. And the the, the one guy was cracking me up because we were talking about, um, geez, this has got to be like, wow, geez, six, seven years ago. One guy, we were talking about Jersey and and, uh, and all the regulations out here on, on getting a gun and all that stuff. And. And I don't even know how it came up, but he was like, you give me your address, your email. If you want a howitzer, I'll send you a howitzer. We'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, I don't need to be in jail. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, but it was, it was, they, they were just like that. I mean, they were a really cool bunch of guys, man. So I'm nice. going to go do that and hang out. And I got, I got another friend of mine who tends bar, Sunset Station uh, Hotel and Casino. And uh, I'm going to go hang out with him for a little bit, see how he's doing. He's a real nice guy. Him and his wife just had a baby, so. I'm just gonna nice. see how he's what's he he's up to, and I'm gonna relax. Play some uh, blackjack, and you can buy my super scorpion at the uh, heli show. Or he will be completely broke, and we'll broke. have to sell everything. He completely <laughs> broke. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like I like to play craps, so I'll be at the craps table. I right, I'm gonna give you like fifty bucks, and I just want you to put it on something like let it ride on black or something, or or add it to your you know. Put it on the line or whatever craps terminology there is for betting. My sister did that, and uh, I won her fifty bucks. She said, "Just put it on red." And I walked up, put fifty dollars on the red, and and she I don't, I don't up. yeah, I don't play roulette that much. I, yeah. I don't really like it, but uh, it was yeah. funny because everybody's got their little dollars all spread out, and I walk up with fifty of them, and I just put them right on, <laughs> on red, and it hit red. And the one guy said to me, he was like, "Who's got all those chips?" I was like, "That would be me," and he was like, "Outstanding." Nice. <laughs> and I was like, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I got you saying <laughs> that now. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, so that's cool. You're going to be gone for like a decade or something, right? A decade. Before. Yeah. You know, you know like, so what's that, eight days you said, I think? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody I've talked to is like, eight days, dude. What are you, how, how are you going to do eight days in Vegas? It's like, well, the first day I sit at the pool. My wife will sit at the pool for like three days. I'll, I'll visit the Pinball Hall of Fame at least once while I'm out there. I take five bucks and I'm I'm in the I'm in there for like three hours. You know, my one nice. the one picture of me is standing in front of the Tron machine, which I, me and my buddy used to like rule back in the day. You know, so I'll go hang out, do that kind of stuff, and yeah, you know, I I enjoy going to dinner. So we'll we'll go to dinner a few nights and 
Do you guys have any uh, shows planned or anything like magic? No, shows? not this time. Um, you know, it's it's a shame that uh, that there's really not a guy like Danny Gans or, or anybody in in there like Siegfried and Roy or anybody that's mm-hmm. been there for a long time that you can go check out. I mean, she wants to go see um, the the two guys, the comedy, um, the magician comedy team, uh, Penn and Teller. Penn and oh, Teller, nice. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's we, awesome. We might go do that. I don't know. It's, Sometimes we just, you know, on a whim, we'll just go and whatever. Nice. But, uh, we uh, we stay. We usually stay at the Golden Nugget. Every uh, this time we're not, but uh, the Golden Nugget has a guy, uh, Gordy Brown, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to go see this guy. He's he's kind of like a Danny Gans ripoff, like just does all impressions and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. that guy was freaking awesome. I was I was so glad we did it. Uh, yeah, he was just really he was good. Nice. Um, you know, for like two thousand twenty five hundred or something like that, you could fly a jet in Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. But who got that kind of money, huh? I know that they have a a, a gold vending machine at the Gold Nugget for seventeen hundred dollars. You can get a uh, a piece of gold. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical when I saw <laughs> that. Like, 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 like what a ten ounce of gold or an ounce of gold for. Seventeen hundred dollars, whatever. Going it's right. It's probably announced. Yeah, it's yeah. probably announced. All right. So Nick, you're next. What you got? I will pretty much be finishing up my Sea Duck. Oh, how's um, that coming along? I have it pretty much built. Um, it builds almost like in two sections. The bottom's like a boat kind of style build. Uh-huh. Uh So I, ha- the only thing I really haven't done is put the bottom to the top yet. Okay. The wings done, all that's all. It's all put together. Um, I've been putting lights in it from my beavers. I ripped the lights out of it, and I'm slowly putting the lights. Oh, cool! Nice, you have some nice navigation lights. Awesome. Yeah, it'll look really good. I thought about hooking up my own, but it was just easier to rip them out of the dead beaver. Yeah. Yeah. So, is that going to be the new flight test foam? Or is that just that is free? yep that's oh, yeah, yeah. flight fest foam. Nice. I bought the kit at flight fest. Nice. Oh, dude, yep. you got a you got a place to fly that? You know, a little lake or pond or something. There's tons of water in Michigan. I'm sure I can find somewhere. Okay. <laughs> even even if I just go to like a park or something, there's always like a pond or yeah. Oh, that's some... awesome, dude. Nice. Yeah, I gotta gotta record some video. I want to check out your maiden of that. I will. Um, my main reason of getting it, though, was for the snow. Ooh, oh, right. okay. Yeah. A lot of snow in Michigan, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I'll be keeping an eye out for a decently priced icon for my Oxy. Awesome. Cool. Gotta get that ready. Yeah, I, I can't wait to fly it. But then again, at the same time, it's like, I'm probably going to put it in. Yeah. Oh, stop it. I mean, it's going to happen, but you'll be able to rebuild it and fly it and progress and get better. You know, so it's all part of the game. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's yeah. so easy to fix. Yeah, you got to let you can let me know if you need parts or whatever. I'll send them out to you. Yeah. You know, what? let us know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I've I definitely just, I, seen having to put the little bit of it that I was putting together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually quite simple. I looked at all the little stuff. It's... Just yeah. like you guys had said, needle nose and the 1.5, and yeah. there you go. Yeah, just, uh, you know, 
properly use Loctite and don't over torque the screws because you can easily um, shred things up that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Does anyone have anything else? No. Wrap up time, I think. I'm shaking I, my head. Can you see it? No, oh, I can't sorry. see it. Can um, you hear I do it? have one thing I wanted to add. <laughs> Our uh, our friend, our very own friend, Fred Provost, he got a helicopter. Oh, that's right. Again. He got a bl- yeah, again. He uh, used to fly the old, like, T-Rex clones, I guess, fly barred helis. And um, with all the talk on our show and Nick getting a helicopter, he bought a used Blade 300X, I believe. Oh, is that uh, what size that was? Nice. I thought it was yeah. No, That's no, awesome. And- and he already bought Lynx upgrades for it and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he said he was having problems with the tail. You know, I kind of was on back-to-back with him on Facebook Messenger. And we kind of got it figured out. And he took it for a maiden. And he was like, yeah, it's holding good. Everything nice. looks good, you know. So oh, I know uh, he's been he's been putting a couple of flights on it. And, and uh, yeah. So awesome, Fred. Keep it up. Nice. So Fred started out with the 450 clones? Yeah, I think so. Or I don't know if he started out with them, but he ended with those, I believe. That explains why he was so angry at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> that, that does explain a lot. I mean, it was, it's like comparable to get like a T-Rex 250 Pro, you know, like, ugh. Hey. Yeah, so. Oh, so cool. awesome, Fred. Yeah, yeah, hopefully he'll keep us updated. We got to have him back on the show too, man. Yeah, yeah, I was just checking out the flight test forms today uh, before jumping on the show, and yeah, yeah, we've been actually getting we've been getting some people talking on there. So mm-hmm. yeah, Baloo had some uh, you know questions about our our uh, podcasting episode about what kind of equipment we use as far as like headsets, mics, and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should jump on there and give your input. I, I told him that you know you use a, a shotgun mic, and I use like a gaming you know headset or whatever. But, um, yeah, if you want to talk more about it, you know. Yeah, I can give them all the details, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And and, and then Fly Monkey posted that he wanted to see what's, why we haven't gotten Fred Provost back on the show. Um, mm-hmm. so. Oh, yeah, he was like, when are you guys going to get that guy Fred Provost on again? <laughs> yeah. I don't care what Steve says. I think he's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fred, you cracked me up. All right, so... <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get Fred on here soon. Yeah, so chill, flying monkey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and go fly some monkeys. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's uh, wrap it up, Kevin. All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, we have two new people following us on Podbean. Nice. Mr. David Hill Com and Bomb Track 5. Bomb like Track that. 5. Bomb Track 5. That just sounds like a game from the 80s. I'm all about the 80s with these people. I don't know why. Maybe because I grew up in the 80s. Anyways, (laughs) that's what I saw on Podbean. That's nice to see David Hill on there. You know who David Hill is? That's uh, If it's the right person, it's the Hilda Flyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did that fantastic video of me losing a wheel. Yeah. 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 Nice. Well, thanks, Hilda Flyer, David Hill. Sweet. All right, so Facebook. Ah, Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Why are you turning into Podbeam with your uh, statistics? Okay, so it says total 264 
uh, plus three this week, and I'm guessing that's from Monday. That was the last time I checked. But I have two names out of the three. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, wait. Did I even? I, don't, I think one of these I even said. Oh, I don't no. remember. Well, Donnie Coleman. Thank no, you. I don't think you Oh, you said that. I don't think you said that. I don't. Oh, okay. Is that the name you thought you said last week? Yes. Oh, no, I don't think you said that. Okay, so cool. Donnie Coleman and Dave Crawford. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Uh, yeah, so I don't know who the mystery one plus one is, but um, thank you, plus one. Mystery, now, mystery plus one. The mystery plus one, yes. <laughs> All right, you got some Facebook comments here, Kevin? Yeah, our buddy Chris Breams, actually Chris's buddy Chris Breams, posted... Uh, Posted I a, think he's our buddy now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, dude. You get to meet him. You're gonna meet him. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. You, you got me all confused, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> he posted a nice. picture of a of a magazine, quarterly magazine that I didn't even know existed. It's uh, Balsa Builder Quarterly, and uh, he said he liked it. it. Was a pretty good magazine, so nice. Check it out, people. Yeah, and Chris got a new truck. He got a new rig, man. Thing looks awesome. Yeah, I guess that's what he does for a living. He, he drives a tractor trailer. Yep, yep. He's a truck driver, and uh, yeah, he got this huge new rig. It looks awesome. Awesome. Um, so he's right. on that. He's on that CB. Mm-hmm. I wonder what his call sign is. Talking about the Smokies. <laughs> nice. He put up a Facebook post today. Um, he was sleeping at one of the truck stops, and he hears a bang on the door, and he goes to open it. It's a security guard waking him up. He's like, "Why can't it have been?" A woman with a big busty rack or something waking me up. Instead, it was the security guard. Uh, <laughs> he was at the wrong truck stop. You got to go to that one off of 95. Exit 46. I'm <laughs> Get all the nasty lot lizards. Uh, <laughs> the lot lizards. You dried up piece of stadium trash. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so what's my comments? <laughs> we got some. Website comments, right? Yeah, Steve. Yeah. Steve Wattenberg um, sent uh, sent you a comment about, or well, sent us a comment that you replied mm-hmm. to. It was about me and the 4S Sukhoi. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he said. Was it screw the Sukhoi or something like, or instead of the Sukhoi? You should check yeah, this out. And he and he posted a link to uh, the Avo Zazzy Sport Plane. Yeah, it's uh, he's yeah, it was a link to RC groups. I had a post about. Uh, does this Avios or Avos, whatever it is, is it's basically, I guess, uh, it's a hobby king. It's a hobby king company, and it actually looks really nice. It doesn't look too bad. I like that it's uh, smooth foam on the outside, but it's also like there's plywood interior that like you the you know servos go into and and all of the the components mount to like the battery and stuff. That's one thing about the Sequoia I didn't like is that everything is just foam inside, you know, and everything just mounts to either foam or a little bit of plastic. So, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, and I guess it's about the same price as Sukhoi. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's a little bit bigger too, right? Like, what's the Sukhoi? I think it's like a forty-something inch wingspan. I think this is like fifty. Oh, something. this is fifty-one. Yeah, yeah. So it's maybe a little bit bigger, um, but that's cool. I mean, I think it, the price was two hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and it's got the uh, it's got a twelve five prop no twelve six prop twelve six carbon fiber, oh but it's it's hobby wing I mean hobby king it's it's cheap you know yeah that's a, that's the core is a nice looking plane it's funny I, I I get I'm wrapping up our podcast 
today listening to it going to the field. I get done flying a jet, and one of our club members shows up. What's he mm-hmm. pull out? The green and white Sukhoi. So I finally got to see it in person today. Nice. Um, not my cup of tea for aesthetics. I'm a big Edge 540 guy, mm-hmm. um, but really nice, really nice lines on it. And uh, he's a beginner pilot, and it just flew amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad for. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it as my very first plane. But if if you're just trying to, if you're good with, you know, your turns. Mm-hmm. more or less coordinated and you know you're working on your landings that's that for me was a great plane to do that with yeah is it took a beating pretty well and uh you know grass field it was okay to try and land and mm-hmm. had a little bit of a tendency you know because of the as3x to try and keep it in the air level as much as possible but uh still if you you know it teaches you that you don't need to completely stop the plane in the air to try and land you're gonna have to you know, you have to judge how fast the plane's going and keep it at that speed. And once you hit the ground, just, you know, taper off. It's not like my FT Vigan? No. Oh. You can't You can't land it, like, in the air. Yeah, you can't just stop <laughs> it and stop rear it, it and no. then just slowly bring it down? And then plop it down, no. Oh. <laughs> but for me, that was one thing I mm-hmm. fought with, you know? Yeah. I, I thought I had to slow it down as much as possible, but you really, you no. need that speed, you know, until yes. you get get to the ground. It's something that's... It's hard yes. to. It was hard for me to to get my brain to think that way. Yeah, and gotta, fly the plane. Don't fly the sticks. Like don't right. don't say oh, I was in. I was had the stick in this position last time. I'll do it again. It's flying planes is not digital. <laughs> How's the wing loading with that plane? Because what I was going to say was I had the Park Zone Extra three hundred. I loved it for acrobatics and knife edge, but mm-hmm. it was it's the orange one. They they now just came out. They revamped it with the V two, and now it's like black, red, and white. But I had the the orange, white, and black extra 300 with like the checkered flag, mm-hmm. and the the plane flew amazing on 3s2200. But if you're under quarter throttle and got heavy on any you know elevator movement, the thing just it would tip stall and just drop out of the sky. Uh, I think the AS3X helps out a lot with that. Yeah. It does not. It doesn't really want to tip stall at at all. Uh, the wing loading's pretty good. It doesn't really have that tendency. Yeah, I love the I love the extra. I love the extra, but I finally sent it to its death. Did I ever send you that guy that video mm-hmm. to you guys? Yeah, <laughs> yep. Indeed, you did. With the baby it powder, been, right? Yeah, it would have been more spectacular. I should have if I thought ahead, I would have put like foam in it. But I I put a full large bottle of baby powder in it. So when I took off, everything went to the back of the fuselage. So oh, it was, okay. It was so tail heavy that I'm trying to get up to altitude. When I finally got up to altitude, I wanted to do a straight down dive. There's just full throttle. Uh-huh. The whole thing was corkscrewing, and thankfully, the last 20 feet, I got it straightened out. So it hit right on the, on the nose cone. But uh, it was spectacular in itself, but I think it would have been 10 times better if I could have built up another you know, 20, 30 miles an hour. So right. I sent it, I gave it the salute. I beat on that thing. It was a good plane. I beat on it for two seasons, and I sent it to its grave. And, and oh, man, I, I really wanted to see like a lipo fire or something, but it was uh, did not happen. <laughs> I like the Sequoia. I like the. I kind of like the way the plane looks. I, you know, nothing against the the five forty or anything, but uh, I I do like the way that the cowl is round on the front, and I kind of like the way that plane looks. Mm-hmm. And I got another fuse and wings for that, so uh, that I think I'm going to paint up for the four S to make it a little different. Nice. Let's go with the outro now. Wait a minute! You forgot one. What I forget? iTunes reviews. So what? Do we, do we, wait, what is that? What is, that? What huh? is an iTunes review? Yeah. 
well, something iTunes, people don't do. An, an iTunes review is the best part of iTunes. iTunes itself is, uh, I'm trying to find a, a great way of putting crap, <laughs> uh, but I can't. But uh, Crazy Wazer gave us an iTunes review, and he said, Pure awesomeness. I love this podcast. These guys make me laugh and teach me stuff every single week. I can get my full week's news, how-tos, and interviews just by listening to these down-to-earth nice guys. What? You haven't downloaded it yet? What are you waiting for? Do it now. Nice. (laughs) Five stars. Awesome. Thank you. I am in shock. I think I'm about to have a panic attack. (laughs) We have an iTunes review. Yeah, thanks a lot. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Sweet. Okay, so drop us an iTunes review and we'll read it. The review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash freefallrc podcast. Uh, Chris, you want to take the, the website? Uh, yes. www.freefallrcpodcast.com. I'm constantly adding new material. I haven't done it lately. I'm sorry. I will get on it. Um, with with open house and the heli jam coming up, I'll, I'll add a lot more videos and pictures. Um, yes. I always do an inaugural heli jam video. I've done it for mm-hmm. the last four years, so I'll get that up there. Um, nice. And I'll definitely get the latest episodes up there for you guys to click and download. Sorry about that. Cool. Nice. All right, Nick. Flight test forums. Form.flighttest.com. Off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, Freefall RC podcast. Come, say anything, good, bad, questions, comments, any concerns. And say hi we'll to Nick. There. Hi, Nick. Yep. Hi, Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was under today. Um, let me hear your rants. Let me hear your dreams and your sorrows. <laughs> well, there was this one time. Oh, you mean on the, all right. Sorry. No, on the forum. Save it for the forums. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so thanks uh thanks for chris and nick for taking the time to come on the show again and yeah, uh, thanks guys you know it's a pleasure i want to thank all our listeners uh from the free for rc podcast crew uh free our skies and we'll see you next time see ya see ya see ya bye guys laters all right feed the children yeah, don't forget to feed the children <laughs> For the price of a cup of coffee a day. The children. You don't feel like Michael Jackson. Children. Oh, no, that creeped me out. <laughs> oh, oh, you did hear about that, right? What? He's still dead. No. <laughs> they, they actually went into his house and whatnot, and they found evidence that he was touching on little boys. Oh. Shit, that's what I'm going to do. These screws. I was pissed. I mean, like I was telling you guys, the, the plane, I mean, I, I've, I can't believe what I got for 269 bucks, but... The fact that I tipped it over like three times because the wheel kept. Are you in the cocking. bathtub? Is Chris, Chris, is Chris holding his c- as he's take, as he's talking to us? Yes, <laughs> dude. Sounds like you're in a bathtub <laughs> with both hands. Ah, yeah, and peeing on six <laughs> fingers. <laughs> 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 oh.